This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. I hope if you're listening to this in the south of England or in mainland Europe that you have partaken in plenty of fluids as it's a tad rather on the hot side. situations alcohol is the last thing that you need to keep hydrated but uh, given the choice of a nice cold beer or cold water yeah i know what i'd be rather drinking seriously though i hope wherever you are you are cool calm and collected so we uh, started with some gangrene and alcohol and now we are going to soldier on with the corrects and so what taken from their damaged goods records album back to mono open brackets B-sides and outtakes, close brackets, which uh, obviously is the companion to last year's Back to Mono LP.
what's been going on in the news this week? I can't think of anything major at the moment. Barton, you? Yeah, Barton's shaking his head. To be fair, as with last week's, this week's show has been pre-recorded, so I might not quite have my finger on the pulse. <laughs> called The Puncturists and Jack and Ori Johnson, taken from their bit less than an album, but a bit more than an EP, The Punk Tourists. Thanks, Pat, for that. Uh, so last Friday, I was up at the Dublin Castle to see the Heavy Metal Kids 50th anniversary gig with support coming from Continental Lovers. Now, this was going to be Continental Lovers' first gig with new bassist Kerry Sin, who is temporarily replacing Debbie D, who is expecting in September. All the best, Debbie. Kerry can, uh, he can normally be found plying his trade in Todd Michaels and the Screaming Hearts. Uh, as you're probably aware, I love it when a band substitute a member, obviously not on the you know, dismissive grounds, but as a provisional measure, as it changes the dynamics of the sound. Now, uh, I don't think you could put a cigarette paper between Debbie and Kerry's playing ability... But with no disrespect to Debbie, Kerry seems to visually be, you know, a better fit. I mean, to be fair, they are per, you know, polar opposites. Kerry is a six foot something sleaze rocker, while Debbie smashes the fuck out of her drum kit in the very excellent Lady Rage. Now, if Rick was ever to be indisposed, uh, Maddox, Sin and D-Liner would probably be perfection. But what do I know? Uh, what I do know is that I should have checked my Tascam DR05X before I left to see if the SD card was okay. As when I came to record the gig, I discovered the card had done a Tory. Sorry, I mean it was corrupt. So you have to trust me when I say the Continental Lover set was top draw. I think if you go online, there's some footage floating around. The band are on the cusp of releasing their debut six-track EP, Dale Arden versus the world, which hits the digital shelves next Friday. That's the 22nd of July. Future streaming and downloading and non-live rock radio UK listeners. The physical version that has been culled to four tracks is due out on Snap Records in September. Here's Dale Arden.
celebrating 50 years is truly a remarkable achievement. Although between the middle of 1978 and the end of 1983, and again between the end of 85 and 2002, the band were inactive. The second time due to vocalist Gary Holton's untimely death in October of that year. So technically, the band have only been going for 26 years. But, you know, that would be like trying to explain that that the uh, millennium actually started on the 1st of January 2001 and we all parted a year early. Anyway, drummer Keith Boyce and guitarist Cosmo are the only two original, original members as uh, there's been a bit of a shake-up with uh, Simon Gordon taking over vocal duties, making his debut only in uh, May this year with uh, Andy Fuller and PJ Phillips on keyboards and bass respectively. Or was it at the end of April? Anyway, I, I have to say, I was a bit miffed at the low turnout. I did a quick head count during this set and only got to about 60. To be fair, uh, only a week earlier, the kids had played the uh, Cavern in Range Park, which was free, as I think it was, you know, it was a warm-up for the Dublin Castle gig. But uh, all the same, the heavy metal kids deserved much, much more. The only thing... I can put the lack of footfall too, is that the band hasn't released a new album since 2003's excellent comeback album, Hit the Right Button. I mean, you know, that's not for the want of trying, as in uh, 2008, the band spent the next two years recording the fruits of which were never completed. Again in 2010, when John Nasty Nick Altman joined on vocals, they started working on the uncontrollable album, but uh, only the title track was released. Finally, in July of 2017, the band started a pledge campaign to fund a new album that, you know, sadly came to nothing. It's just one of those things I don't understand. As the likes of uh, the, the Boys, who haven't released an album since 2014, and uh, the Dirty Strangers, last one came out in 2015, still manage to pack them in. And the Heavy Metal Kids last Friday were superb. Yes, Simon is no Gary, you know, he was a real one-off, but... Simon held his own and did the back catalogue proud. From Hit the Right Button, this is Message. I'm always wearing black, that's how I feel. Can only bear the night because the day's too real. When the sun comes out, I gotta hide in my room and wait for the phone, but it's never you. I gotta get a message, get a message to you. I gotta get it to you, gotta do it soon. I gotta get a message, get a message. Yeah. I spent sleepless nights. 
reason If I should stand so tall Feel so small If pride doesn't come before a fall She's the reason She's the reason I can sleep at night She's the reason why it rains She's the reason that I feel alright She's the reason I'm insane yeah, yeah. If I should laugh or cry Live or die If I'm always searching for the reason why She's the reason All the good, all the bad things are happening in my world Straight after the Heavy Metal Kids and Message, you heard because I played The Boys and She's the Reason. And after that, it was The Dirty Strangers and Are You Satisfied? With all three songs sitting rather well together, wouldn't you agree? The Boys track has just been remastered and is available as a double A-sided 7-inch on black vinyl. A link to purchasing it will be on the ParanoidSchool.com show notes tomorrow morning the boys will be back over here in dear old blighty for the scarborough punk festival in march 
with the Dirty Strangers touring the southeast of England with the Juvenile Rex, yay, in tow in August. See you in the Dublin Castle on the 11th. Right, on to new music, and the McCrackens will be bringing out a new LP early next year. But to whet our appetite for disruption, this is the title track, Wake the Fun Up. <laughs> Not a cover. Now, a cover to me is a song that has previously been recorded and then released that has been then subsequently re-recorded and released by another artist. What happens when a band writes a song but doesn't release it, then gives it to another band? Like when, you know, the, the Nomads recorded The Dictators 16 Forever that the band had only demoed. Well, the same thing has befallen Sartor, as we enter this week's Covers Corner. Devo sent Sartor an unreleased song for inclusion on the band's up-and-coming Return of the Barbecue Killers. So is Shimmy Shake, for that is the tracking question, a cover or a song written by someone else?
before you all start writing in saying Shimmy Shake was included as the bonus track on the 2013 release of Hardcore Devo Volumes 1 and 2. I know, but uh, do Sartor. And in all honesty, Sartor sound uh, more like Devos than Devo. A band that I knew nothing about was Osaka Popstar, although going on former members like Marky Ramone and Cherry Only, I should have done. The band formed in 2006, releasing the Osaka Popstars and the American Legends of Punk album, but uh, it wasn't until the band's latest EP of Ear Candy that uh, I became aware of them. Them, now consisting of John Cafiro, yeah, I know, I pronounced his name wrong, who is aided and abetted by, I believe, according to the video credits to Lost and Found, the lead track from Ear Candy, Dean Rispler and John Worser. Uh, but don't hold me to that. One of the covers on the EP is the Partridge Family classic, I Think I Love You, that sounds remarkably like this. <laughs> to play a cover of a Partridge Family song, I have to include Scream Idol, the artists formerly known as Star Stars, a version of I Woke Up In Love This Morning. I know I've aired it before, and uh, Steve Vincent recently aired it on his Mystery City radio show, but as I said, it would be, you know, remiss of me if I didn't play it. So play it, I shall.
The final track in this week's Covers Corner. You've all heard before. It's You Can't Put Your Arms Around a Memory, but this version was recorded in 2000 with Sylvain Sylvain on vocals and guitar, Tim Welch also on guitar with Kai Anto on bass and Clem Burke on drums. some unfathomable reason, probably down to algorithms, I miss seeing that Stiletto Farm, back in January, released the track Don't Put Your Dreams On Me. It was only when I saw a post for their new single, Conviction, that led me to Spotify that I realised I was a song down. Out of the two, I actually prefer Conviction, which is lucky as I'm going to play it to you right now.
was Dead Furies and Destiny, taken from their up-and-coming new album, V. Or is that the Roman equivalent of five? Answers on a postcard. I got a message from Mario Van Gis, one-time guitarist in Duncan Reed and the Big Heads, and the Godfathers, and now the Speedways, asking if I was the guy who does the Paranoid Squirrel. A very leading question. I think you'll agree. Obviously, I said yes, which was a good thing because by the end of the year, he told me that the Speedways will have a new album hitting the real and virtual record shops. But not only that, a double A-sided single will proceed it in September. Uh, pre-orders coming next month. Not only that, I was also sent the single, the tracks in question, oh, should have known, coupled with a drop in the ocean. Two fine tracks. Drop in the ocean has a real um, 1979 new wave Elvis Costello vibe to it, but don't take my word for it. More new music as we hurtle towards the end of this week's show and Bite Me have today just released their debut single, Deviant. Enjoy.
today as in the 15th of July. Future streaming, downloading and non-live Rock Radio UK listeners marks the 42nd anniversary of the passing of Malcolm Owen from the Ruts. So I'm going to finish things off this week with the Ruts and the John Peel session of something that I said. However, as this week's show has been pre-recorded, if you stick around, there'll be some bonus content on the Mixcloud version. Until then, or until next week, Take it easy. back streaming and downloading listeners. Coincidentally, whilst at the Paul Fox benefit gig at the Islington Academy on the 16th of July 2007, former Motorhead guitarist Wurzel, whilst guesting with splodginess of bounds, broke the news that girls' school lead guitarist Kelly Johnson had succumbed to spinal cancer that she had been battling with for six years the day before. This is Hit and Run that will swiftly be followed by the dam's tribute to Malcolm Owen in the shape and form of the Limit Club. Until next week, for real, take it easy.
This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production.